0: Hello, hello, my loves. Welcome back to another episode of the Healthy and Happy Podcast. Can you believe it's December of 2021? How did that even happen? How have we been in a pandemic for almost two years now, going into the third year with this new variant and all these crazy things going on? How, 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 how? (laughs) So much has changed over the past two years. I think we're all feeling collectively this desire to renew ourselves, this desire to come out of the closet, if you will, and stop hiding in our homes and just feeling isolated and down and confused. Maybe you've been working from home for the greater part of the last two years. Maybe you don't have as strong of a social community as you did before the pandemic started. And maybe you haven't been affected by the pandemic at all. Kudos to you if that's the case, but I know that I have been emotionally affected by the lockdowns. And the one beautiful part about that is it has caused me to be very introspective and it's also allowed me to spend a lot more time with my family. So there has been a little bit of light in this, despite all the devastation that's gone on throughout the world. But I've really been using this time as an opportunity to dig deep within myself and discover what the next steps for me are, which is what I want to share a little bit with you today in hopes to hopefully inspire you to do some introspective work as well. I want to talk about the podcast a little bit because I personally am in a completely different season of my life than I was when I started this podcast. So I started the Healthy and Happy Podcast back in 2017, I believe, so four years ago. When I started my podcast, I had just moved to Canada from Florida with my husband I was really deep in the nutrition coaching game. I was talking a lot about nutrition all day, every day. And over the course of the past couple years, I have realized that my love for nutrition hasn't necessarily gone to the wayside, but it has kind of been overshadowed by this love I have for talking about things beyond nutrition, things with more depth. And my goal in my coaching has become to help you clear the obsessive thoughts around food and your body so that you have more freedom for things that you actually love to do. So that you don't have to spend so much time and mental energy worrying about what to eat, how much to eat, when to eat, all of that, as well as worrying about not going to social events due to food or due to how your body looks or feels. And instead reclaiming your power, taking your power back, taking your energy back, taking back your mental clarity and really allowing yourself to start a new hobby, to foster your relationships, to create deep, meaningful connections and opportunities in your life. So my coaching has naturally evolved in that way, but what I found was happening was that my way that I was operating my business had not changed for nearly four years. Over the course of the past four years, I have started a podcast, I wrote and published a book with a publishing company, and I have been coaching women on how to achieve food freedom through my signature eight-week food freedom mentorship. And as you all know, I had a baby, so that's kind of a big deal as well. And when I was kind of coming back into work from my quote unquote maternity leave, and I say quotes because I didn't actually take a true maternity leave because I was working on my book and I had clients and yada, yada, it doesn't matter. But as I'm starting to really get back into work and rediscover what my purpose is, what my vision is, what my passion is, I realized I was getting so stuck because I was trying to pigeonhole myself into a way of doing business and creating offers and programs based on the way that I've always done them because they were successful for me in the past. And it got me to thinking how often we try to do this with our food and our bodies and how it can feel so discouraging to try to do something now, today, that worked for you maybe five, 10, 20 years ago and not have it work anymore. And as a nutrition coach, I am fully aware and accepting of the fact that what was going to work for you today in your body might not necessarily be the thing that worked years and years ago. In fact, it's probably not going to work now because our bodies change, they adapt, and you have to change and adapt based on the current season of life that you're in. So your body is not going to respond the same way to maybe changing a way that you're eating, exercising more, creating healthy habits, let's say after you have a baby or after you go through menopause, that it would when you were in your 20s. And we know that logically, but it can still feel frustrating when things don't work the way they used to. I was running into this problem in my business, and I kind of put two and two together today because this is so closely linked to the way I teach in nutrition. It is totally okay to accept the fact that your body changes throughout different seasons of your life. In fact, it should change. It changes for so many reasons, especially as women. We go through heartbreak. We fall in love. We might have an illness. We might lose somebody we love. And your body is so worthy of love and acceptance in all seasons and for all reasons. So I hope you always remember that. But the same is true in other areas of your life too. And that's why i'm candidly sharing with you my work experience today because for the past couple of months i felt so stuck in this mold that i was trying to fit myself into when i am not the same person that i used to be i'm not the same person that i was when i started this podcast i'm not the same woman i was even a year ago and for me to try to continue to fit myself into that mold just caused me so much frustration and so much anxiety and so much stress and so much resistance because not only was I trying to do the things that I used to do and it wasn't working as well anymore, I also felt so much resistance to doing them in the first place. So I sat down and I've been sitting down, this is an ongoing process and I'm starting to ask myself questions. That is one of the best personal development tools I've learned over years and years of my life is to ask yourself questions. Get to know yourself, ask yourself, why is this happening? How can I learn from this? What is this trying to show me? And that's what I did, I said, okay, Obviously, this isn't working in the way that it used to in terms of my business structure. It doesn't feel aligned anymore. So what does feel aligned? What would feel aligned? What would be so exciting to create or to do if there were no limits? If I wasn't afraid of failing, if I wasn't afraid of trying something new, what would I do? And I started to ask myself those questions, and I'm still asking myself those questions. And what's interesting is this all kind of came full circle to me on a call with a client this morning, which is why I'm recording this podcast, because she shared an amazing quote with me from Heraclitus, and I'm probably butchering how to say his name, so I apologize to my man, the philosopher. But the quote is this, No man ever steps in the same river twice, for it's not the same river, and he's not the same man. I was trying to step into the same river. I was trying to be the same woman that I was a year ago, but none of us are the same we were a year ago. Rediscovering your identity and learning more about yourself can cause a lot of pain. It can cause a lot of discomfort. And I think one of the things that causes the most discomfort is this big task of feeling like we need to find ourselves. And it's really this ever elusive thing because what does it actually mean to find yourself? And that's something I've been thinking about a lot lately. And what I've came to the realization of for myself is it's not necessarily working so hard to find myself because I'm always changing. I'm always growing. I'm always evolving. I'm always in a different season of my life. I'm never in the same river twice and I'm never the same woman twice. So what I'm trying to do and what I invite you to do now is to discover who you are now. Ask yourself the questions that you need to ask yourself decide and commit to knowing yourself on a deeper level so that you can unlock the answers to what your next steps are. You don't need to have the full picture figured out. That's so unrealistic and that's going to discourage you from starting in the first place and you're probably going to procrastinate and therefore never make progress. I'm saying this because I know from experience. So instead, what I encourage you to do is sit down with yourself, get out your journal and start to ask yourself questions. If you're going through a tough time right now, ask yourself, what is this trying to show me? If you're confused about the next steps in your business or your life, ask yourself, if there were no limitations, if I knew I could not fail, what would I try? What would I do? What would I experience? And commit to doing those regular self-check-ins with yourself. One of the things I always encourage clients to do once I stop working with them consistently on a week-to-week basis is to hold space for themselves every single week because they don't have me to show up to necessarily to hold them accountable on a weekly basis. But it's important to still schedule in times to do those self check-ins because those are the times when you can start to ask yourself those important questions which will lead you to the right answers. And I'm here to remind you today because this is something I'm learning right now as well is that no one has the answers. Nothing outside of yourself is going to give you the answers that you already know within your soul. Coaches or books or podcasts might give you clues. They might give you helpful insights. They might spark your imagination or creativity or ask you a right question that starts to allow you to think. But no coach or book or podcast can teach you what you already know deep down about yourself. The answers that already lie deep within you. You are your own best guide. Your intuition is the thing that if you really strengthen, if you really work on tuning in and learning to know yourself on a deep level, that is the only thing that's going to guide you in the direction that is best going to serve you. Again, I'm not saying coaches, books, podcasts aren't helpful. I am literally a coach who wrote a book and who has a podcast. And I know this is helpful for people. It's helpful for me to record this stuff too because I'm learning right along with you. And a lot of the stuff that I talk about on the podcast is stuff that I'm currently processing and trying to learn and integrate myself. But I realized that within my own life, for a long time, I was so quick to seek the opinions of others. For example, let's say I had a problem that I was dealing with in my life. I would call my mom, I'd call my dad, I'd call my best friend, I'd ask my husband. I'd be like, yo, what do you think I should do? Should I do this or should I do this or should I do this or should I do this? When really- I was the only person who could answer that question for myself. It was helpful to get feedback and guidance from those people, but I found that the more opinions that I sought from other people, the more resources I looked into, the more I tried to hire a coach to tell me what to do, the more distracted I was from myself I have learned more about myself through my journal than I have through any other medium in my life, partially because I love to write, but I really believe that we should have some form of self-check-in, whether that's a journal, whether that is just sitting down, meditating, thinking to yourself, because the best relationship, the most reliable relationship we have in our lives is with ourselves. And just as we spend so much time trying to get to know our partners and what they like and what makes them tick, or we're trying to know our best friends and how to be better friends to people, we have to ask ourselves the same questions. How can we get to know ourselves better? How can we make being with ourselves more enjoyable? How can we be a better friend to ourselves? Because it's very difficult to be those things for other people if you cannot do that for yourself. I just wanted to hop on and share these words of encouragement with you today because these are lessons that I am currently integrating into my life, and I will always try to be humble and have humility and let you know that I do not know everything. Surprise, surprise. It may seem like I do on a podcast, but I have to listen to these lessons over and over again. I can't tell you how many times I've gone back and listened to a previous podcast because I'm like, damn, I know that, but am I actually embodying it? And that's what I invite you to do too. You might know something logically, but are you practicing it consistently? And if you're not, what do you need to do to embody those lessons again? Because if life has taught me anything, it's that God, the universe, whoever you believe in will constantly present you with opportunities to practice the things that you are learning. And if you don't listen to yourself, if you don't do the things you know you're supposed to do, you get a big old slap to the head with a sledgehammer that's like, yo, you weren't listening, but now I am forcing you to listen but we don't have to wait until those traumatic or tragic or life altering events to make a change, to decide to get to know ourselves better, to decide to start to learn and listen to the lessons and integrate them on a daily basis because that can save us a lot of pain, a lot of heartache, and life still happens, we know this. We can't prevent things from happening in life, but we can develop fortitude, we can develop self-respect, self-trust, So, that we know and trust ourselves to handle and be able to navigate the tough situations that do arise in our lives, to develop the resilience to be able to face whatever life throws at you. And the way that you do that is by becoming your own best friend, learning how you respond in stressful or anxious situations so that you can consciously choose how you respond or react to a situation that arises in the future. But without self awareness, you can't do that. And you will just keep repeating the same patterns. You will keep being presented with the same lessons to learn over and over and over again until you start to stop and ask yourself these questions to get to know yourself on a deeper level. So this is my invitation for you to stop in your tracks, to stop being so goddamn busy all the time, and make time for a self-check-in. Make time to get to know yourself better, just as you would a partner, just as you would your best friend just as you would a family member, because I have a feeling you're the type of person that somebody could call in the middle of the night and say, hey, I need you, I really need to talk, and you would be there. But are you doing the same thing for yourself? If you're not, this is my invitation for you to step up and be that person for yourself as well. Be the person, the friend that you are to other people for you, because you matter, that's what you deserve. You deserve the same level of respect and attention and love and care that you give other people You deserve that for it yourself. You deserve to do that for yourself. So today was just a bit of insight into my brain and things that I've been mulling over in my own personal life and in my business, but I thought I would share because I know that somebody out there who listens to this can deeply relate, and I hope it resonated deeply with you as well. And I invite both of us to schedule in a self-check-in this week. So take 30 minutes, one hour, maybe do it as your morning coffee on the weekend. Take yourself to a nice coffee shop, Put your headphones in, play some relaxing instrumental music, set the vibe and just start to journal, start to ask yourself those questions. And I encourage you to make that a regular thing that you do, but let's not even get ahead of ourselves, sister. The action step that I want you to do is to take out your calendar as you're listening to this pull open your calendar, schedule yourself in just like you would schedule a lunch date or a coffee date with a friend. Make a date with yourself this week. That's my invitation for you. And if you do that, I would love to see it. Take a picture of you in your element, taking yourself on a date, getting to know yourself better, and tag me on Instagram at healthyhappypodcast. So I love to see it. And I love to see you showing up for yourself and being your own best friend. Imagine if everybody in the world learn to treat themselves with self-respect. They learn to nurture their emotions. How much better of a place would the world be? And that's the thing. It starts with each of us as individuals. That is how you make the world a better place. Not by venting about how shitty the world is on Instagram, but by truly showing up for yourself, doing self-check-ins, and committing to getting to know yourself better on a daily and weekly basis. I love you so much, and I can't wait to share more with you in the future. Until next time. See ya. Hey, do me a favor. If you like this episode, please head to iTunes and leave a review so more people can find the podcast. Be sure to tag me on your Instagram story so I can show you some love for listening. See you soon.